This stanza is called Subtle Luminosity. When the mind is stilled, the inner and outer demons tamed, and the ambitions softened, the brilliance of the subtle luminosity may dawn. Often when people imagine, quote-unquote, spirituality, this is what they conceive. Beautiful, sublime, stunning, blissful light, which rains down from on high, saturating the harshness of reality in a warm, soft, peaceful joy. But imagining or conceiving of subtle luminosity is radically distinct from perceiving it, from basking in its actuality. The act of imagining or conceiving is the very thing in the way of perceiving it. For subtle luminosity dawns precisely in the same way as a sun rising. One does not need to do anything to perceive and experience a sunrise. It does not need to be thought of or imagined, because it is actually so. Just being awake and open to its rising is sufficient to apprehend it. It is the nature of mind to imagine and conceive the objects of its desire. But this is never the object. It is the mere mental construction of it. Spiritual people make spiritual things their objects of desire. And so they imagine and construct lights, colours, gods and goddesses. But the construction of such things is the very thing in the way of apprehending them. For the subtle realms are extraordinarily subtle, and mental construction is extremely coarse. Mental construction must be dispelled if the subtle luminosity is to be perceived. The process of obtaining the subtle luminosity is therefore a process of deconstruction. A deep receptivity must be cultivated. One has to allow the lights, colours and sounds of luminosity to arise on their own accord. Where there is a wall between you and that, you must deconstruct it and let the subtle luminosity dawn on its own terms. And so it follows that the price for mental construction is very high. It is the barrier to the sublime. And the benefits of deconstruction are infinite. It is the way to unadulterated bliss.
and this is a commentary to the stanza called Subtle Luminosity. So the essence of this stanza is the importance of being able to distinguish between mental construction, which in Sanskrit is called vikalpa, and genuine meditative experience or absorption. And in some ways the whole battle of the yogic path is framed around this kind of problematic. So vikalpa, or mental construction, is the mind fabricating or imagining and then projecting that fabrication onto reality. So one does not actually perceive reality or objects of reality. One perceives reality through a lens of the mind's projection or interpretation. And that layer of interpretation is what is meant by vikalpa or mental construction. So the central task of meditation is to reveal and then unmask the kalpa and thus learn to understand how it operates. But alas, many spiritual practitioners fail to correctly discern what vikalpa is and therefore fail to recognize the difference between mental construction and what might actually emerge in a true and unfabricated meditation. Vikalpa is always shaped by desire and the mind is especially good at fabricating the objects of its desire. So spiritual people may imagine spiritual objects and may not realize that those objects they find in their meditation are in fact merely their own mental projections. The mind is powerful and dreams can be compelling and beautiful and convincing. But alas, they are just dreams, empty phantasms, hollow, plastic, heavy, conceptual thoughts. Vikalpa. The difference between an object which is constructed by the mind and the genuine subtle luminosity that may emerge from a true meditative absorption is akin to the difference between looking at a beautiful garden on television and actually walking through one. It is an unmissable difference. The beautiful garden of genuine meditation is in fact free and accessible to everybody. And the flowers are radiant, the scents are sublime and the fruits are sweet. And this is a metaphor for the dance of subtle luminosity, which is nothing other than an expression of your awakened mind and its interrelation with awakened phenomena. In Buddhist language, this is the realm of the Sambhogakaya, and so the burning question is, if this dance is so free and accessible, why do I not perceive it in my meditation? What stops me? What is the barrier? And the answer is Vikalpa. 
mentally constructing a beautiful garden is the very barrier to entering one. And so it follows that the primary technique in meditation is that of unmasking mental construction. To some degree that is the path, the technique and the fruit all at once. And the cornerstone of this technique is deconstruction, which means negating and uprooting that wall of vikalpa. The subtle luminosity will naturally emerge out of that negation. And that is indeed the key point. Subtle luminosity does naturally emerge. It is already there. It does not need to be built. It merely needs to be received. Therefore, true meditation is much more akin to listening than it is to speaking.